Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Behind the Sounds. I'm joined again uh, by sibling country pop duo Juna and Joey. Hi guys, welcome back. Um, we had you as part of the live music special. Um, we saw you in London supporting Twinny. How have, how have you been? Great, been thank good. you so much for having us. No worries at all. Um, so last time we saw you, you were on the penultimate show of your UK tour with Twinny. Um, how was the rest of the tour? How was finishing? What was the experience like? It was amazing. It went whole... so fast. Like, yeah, so I, fast. Like, I, I want to go back already. Like, <laughs> it was so fun. Yeah, I can't believe, like, how quickly it was here and gone at the same time. It was, pr- it was like, the most amazing experience ever, just being there and being with 20 and playing mm-hmm. those shows and it was accents the money the food <laughs> the whole thing was just you awesome. just, i remember you saying how much you loved the food do you miss it um well. <laughs> i miss what's that place that has um greg's 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 yeah. is really good. that place is awesome <laughs> well that you have to come back soon especially at Christmas because they do a great Christmas uh menu and uh what was do you have any kind of particular highlights because you packed so much in when you were here um are there any is there anything that stands out in particular I would say um I think that the British Country Music Festival was really, really fun. It, set up, it was set up very well. Yeah, and, and it was like our first show um, being in England, so that's kind of memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, every show we played was amazing and a, an experience in its own. But um, yeah, I would say that. And then um, maybe the show we did in London. I don't know. I just there were so London. many shows. I don't yeah. even remember. Like, But <laughs> I do have to say the sound was very um, clear and... Um, you know, just the fans up there, they're very loyal and um, humble and kind. they're just very kind. Welcoming. Yeah. That's good to hear. I'm glad, I'm glad we made a good impression. And have you found that since obviously you've, you've come back home, you've, you've had them fan bases and you've been kind of in contact with people or people have been reaching out. Have you found that you've kind of gotten more people interested? Yeah, we, we find some people that we, um, you know, met up in London on our lives. So or everywhere so it's kind of cool for them to you know join our lives oh and- yeah and then we see like comments like oh i saw you in birmingham i saw you in liverpool like oh my gosh you guys were great and now i'm following you and that's like so amazing to have supporters from all places all over the world that's amazing um yeah and hopefully we'll be able to book something to come back up there maybe in the summertime next year or sooner and hopefully we can bring our band and be, yeah. be even better yeah, it'd be so cool. Um, so what was the dynamic? Because you just, you kind of came over just the two of you. Is that how you normally play? Or obviously you've got your band, but do you prefer being with, with more people? Or do you like being on stage, just the two of you? I would say we kind of, I feel like there's definitely perks to both because when it's kind of like acoustic, it's kind of more of like a mellow scene and we mm-hmm. can kind of like extend like you know like do different like things cafe like cafe nero was kind of like where we would just yeah you know, the two of was, us because like if we bring chill. our band in cafe nero like they'd be like they'd be like drinking <laughs> coffee like hello like i'm trying to study you know so like there's different like dynamics when it comes to both but definitely with the band like at the right place like you know a big festival or something just having them there to like back us up and really get the, the jams going mm-hmm. it's really great it's just like a lot of um, more things to worry about as well too so there's like yeah. you know like if I forget a lyric or something, then I'm like, well, hold on a little bit. I got to remember. And then like, I'll be able to like, we'll be able to work that out more. Like if it's just us, but then if I got to tell like the four other people in the band, 
you know, if we got to give them the signal or whatever, it's like a little bit more difficult, but usually that doesn't happen, but just in case. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, you know, I've had the privilege of seeing you guys live and it was just the two of you today, but it was so, so great. Um, and the comments and the reactions afterwards were amazing. But I want to go back kind of to the beginning almost, because obviously you started out as an actual duo very young um, and you are still very young now. But when was like, when did you both discover that you were musical and you could sing? Um, I think around the age of three or four, I started classical piano and vocals with one of my first vocal coaches. And um, I was with her for a while. And then Joey kind of came in the picture. I kind of was into sports. I had um, no intentions of doing music whatsoever. And um, just one day I went to one of my sister's lessons and they were like, can you sing? I was like, nah. He was like humming in the background. It's like the yeah. same for me or whatever. And so I just started humming. She's like, all right, we'll try it. So I ended up doing lessons and stuff. And then we um, decided to do School of Rock, which is like this kind of, you know, organization, organization or like camp where a um, whole bunch of kids, you know, join together and like form a band, play all different type of instruments, you know, play shows. And, and then um, we did that for a couple of years and we weren't really feeling, you know, that vibe. So then we decided to come up with our own rock band um, and join like with other friends that we have met. And then we decided to you know just do country pop music just june and i so yeah so it's a wild thing <laughs> it's a long journey yeah so far we're just getting started yeah definitely and what when you were obviously so you decided to go into the country pop genre is that what you listened to like as as kids was that your your genre that you played all the time yeah we've always listened to country pop music that was like always something we were just jamming out to and also um when we started to write music we kind of like noticed that that was like our kind of when we sat down to write it was like oh this is totally country pop like this is where we need to be this is the genre we need to sing in and also our mom's dad was in a country band so he um performed and he played every instrument under the sun so yeah. i guess we picked some influence from that yeah we i mean i listen to like everything i love you know stevie wonder and all those types of singers but i'd say like when performing we do like country pop yeah yeah and when officially did you become Juno and Joey? Like, what was the the kind of catalyst to say, okay, we're actually going to become a duo and start playing gigs? Um, I think it was, it was our first show like, at Starbucks. It, yeah, it was at Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, because we were we were just wanting to like play the first show, Joey and I together, and we wanted it to be like super like chill and mellow, so we could just kind of get a feel for what it was going to be like to perform as a duo instead of like a whole rock band. Um, and it was great. I think it was one of our first shows. Um, we got in contact with our manager. She was actually there. She came out to see us and we were like, I can't even I tell you what like, age, like 10 or something. I think something, I was like 12 or 13. Or something like that. And, uh, she, we then, I actually had a 103 degree fever <laughs> while we were performing. And I was like, the show must go on. So then we sang, we had a bunch of our friends come out and like family and everyone was just there to support us. And it was great. And then our parents and our now manager, Diane, talked forever that night yeah, or that day. Combo. Yeah. And then that's kind of just where it all started. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so was that it? You were kind of like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to try and make a career out of this at 10 and 12 years old. Did it just kind of go from there? I mean, I, I never really, I mean, like, I guess around that age, we weren't like, this is the rest of our lives. I mean, like, this is our career. This is how we're going to make money. It never kind of 
was like that, I guess, at the beginning. It was more like, oh, my God, this is so fun, like, performing, like, with your sibling and, like, doing this and playing shows. Mm -hmm. But then, like, you know, later on, once it got more serious, like, once we started to put out our own music and um, think about our plans for the future, like, as yeah, we're now going into college, then we're like... Because sooner or later, we're going to, you know, this is going to be our job. And I mean, it is our job now, but yeah, you know what I'm saying <laughs> like, we're going to have to start making money or like, you know, yeah, making money from shows and stuff. So we were like, yeah, this is it. I mean, like, we feel like this is why we we're placed on planet Earth is to do this and to share our music with others and to play shows with for people and like, yeah, and like, put music out there for them to listen to and love and relate to. So yeah, the destiny. And <laughs> yeah and and you did it uh, first through the internet obviously it was, you were gigging and that but YouTube was a massive kind of starter for you guys um was what kind of made you think right okay let's put it out there for everyone to see because it's a very different thing isn't it kind of playing a live show and then kind of filming yourselves and putting it for literally the world to see who whose kind of idea was it or or what kind of drove you to do that well, I remember when we had like 25 subscribers, you know, our family was subscribed to us and a whole bunch of like family friends. And I was like, Juna, you got to start a YouTube channel. We got to start posting some covers, you know, that people enjoy to listen to. And yeah, like the top to, like, songs so that, you know, you when they're looking up these top songs, they're like, oh, there's a cover. Let's check it out, you know. And uh, we were, you know, posting a song like every week and we were gaining a lot of um, recognition and like, you know, finally seeing some growth in our um, subscriber rate but yeah we were kind of doing that to you know get our name out there so people could like see who we are know who we are which at that time we were working on like our writing catalog like getting some songs under our belt so we could then like produce them and put them out so that's kind of where we first got it started on the social media and now that we have our own music out it's great that our fans can like listen to our own stuff and be like oh i remember when they did that song but did you hear their song like you know what i mean like it's nice for them to hear what we have to offer as a duo not somebody else's song that we just kind of cover which we love covers they're just like the best but it's different when you Originals have your own stuff different. Yeah. like when you hear the crowd singing your own song like you're like that's my song and then they like got the crazy. phone in the air with the light and yeah like... <laughs> yeah and that's kind of obviously as you say it's, it's a massive difference did you find that you had to learn the craft of songwriting because you've had quite a few of your own original songs now um which great so but did you find like it, it quite hard at first to write originals or did they come quite naturally to you sometimes it it, it is like very hard to come up with originals because like sometimes you just have like a blank mind and it's so hard to come up with songs and like you'll be you'll be like oh yeah this sounds good and then you're like oh wait this sounds like another song so it's like really hard to like kind of navigate yourself to like your own you know kind Sound, of thing yeah but you know we kind of started writing like super young like when we were on to our next like our second vocal coach she kind of introduced us into the writing um and she was she used to do these showcases and she was like well why don't you guys do like an original like write one and then at the end of like the few months or whatever and then perform it at the showcase and we we're like mm, we never written a song before and so um she kind of introduced us into the writing and that's kind of how we got started with that I mean, obviously, like our first songs aren't even in the category of what songs we put out because they're so <laughs> they're just like when we were first starting out, and it was pretty scary. Yeah, I feel like the you know the more we you know get older, and you know we're gonna have more experiences, and it's gonna be a lot easier to write because when we were younger, like you don't really see a lot of things, um, and then you know when we get older, you know you get breakups and stuff like that, so it's easier to write and 
yeah, we both bring like different things to the table. Like Juno's more like lyrics. I'm like lyrics as well. Um, and then I come up with like the music and the melodies and stuff like that. So it's good. It's good. The more writers there are, the better. So. <laughs> I was going to say, so how does it work when you are writing? Because it's obviously sometimes a quite personal things. And then because you're sibling, is it sometimes a bit awkward? Or do you find it easier because you obviously know each other so well? Um, obviously saying having more people in the room helps. But what's the kind of dynamic like when you're writing together? Um, I think it's kind of like, well, we have this thing called the hook book where we kind of like, um, we'll write down ideas or song titles in our notes and our phone. And then we go to sit down, we're like, oh, well, like, I'm kind of feeling this one or I'm kind of feeling that one. And then we kind of just write based off of that, like whatever we're feeling. Yeah, we kind of like swip swap, you know, like. Swip swap? Swip swap. Flip <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> we basically go back and forth. Like Juno will have like the melody, and then the next week I'll write a song and I'll have the melody. Like, yeah, just to keep it like consistent. Like a, I can't even <laughs> just to like each have a few songs like that we each sing melody on, not to just like take the take. For instance, I have the melody on every one, and Joey does harmony because then he'd kind of be like a background singer, or vice versa. I'd be a background singer. It's not really like that, obviously, you know. Cause do um but so we kind of like to switch off in that way like each take the melody of some songs and it comes with like the words too like obviously i'm not i mean like i'm when i'm writing it's kind of different when we have to do the relationship songs i mean it's not like weird <laughs> i mean but it's kind of like weird when we write them and it's it helps with like when other writers are like there because like they bring ideas to the table sometimes but we try to keep like the just like love songs neutral like but like could be sung by anybody mm. kind of thing yeah and then like sometimes the lyrics will be like you know he slash she so like whoever writes it like when can, we like, write it yeah. yeah like who takes part at what and stuff like that um and we also have like originals that are fast you know slow ballads you know fast songs so we kind of like mix it up um because there's you know there's a lot of people out there and they have like different views on like, what's good and what's not so yeah and with regards to you obviously saying like some relationships and things something that people say often about you guys is you're so young but your songs are like as if you've had this amazing like amount of life experience which in a, obviously you have because you started so young but where do you draw inspiration from if not from your own lives I think it's like just other people's experiences and just yeah, because we have barely been in relationships, so. Yeah, and we kind of, like, write, like, to just, like, give a message or, like, make some somebody feel something or, like, whatever it is. Like, not necessarily that we've gone through it, but understanding that other people have gone through it and kind of, like, writing it, not necessarily for them, but for them to, like, relate to. So whether we've gone through it or not, like, we kind of, like, just to, like to write about mm -hmm. whatever. And most of our songs kind of have, like, a story behind it, so we kind of. Yeah portray you know a story mm -hmm. kind of put yourself into the mind of someone else mm -hmm. exactly yeah because it's am it's amazing and if you listen to, to some of your songs I think people will be like oh my gosh these guys are so young um but of, do you find it easy to kind of especially I mean when you started especially you Gina, you were super young singing some of these songs do you find it easy to do that and speak about these kind of really complex things or is it kind of like you have to prepare yourself to do it I kind of have to like get into the mindset like get into the mode like when I'm singing like a heartbreak song or something um you know like I'll have to get into the heartbreak vibe 
or like our song something good to miss like about missing like about missing that one person while they're away um you know i have to get into that kind of like mode and just think about how that could possibly relate to me although sometimes it doesn't or sometimes it doesn't in the moment but how it could yeah um, like and then when just kind of tapping into that like it's kind of like acting you got to like think Honestly, about what you're yeah, saying it is. and you know the like the more you think about it like the better it's going to sound for other but to other people because they're going to feel like what you're singing yeah so because like when you're singing on stage you want to kind of entertain people that's like what you're trying to do so if you just sing up there and just you know don't even entertain they're not going to be as enjoyable if you you know yeah cool. um, and then going back a little bit you guys obviously had a lot of experience with going on uh, america's most musical family which was a nickelodeon show um how did that come about because you by that point you'd had you know you had quite a following on youtube um, and you were kind of gigging a lot did you kind of get approached to do that or was that like an audition process um how did that all happen for you um yeah um i think they saw our youtube channel and asked us to you know go on the show and stuff and we were so excited you know to go up to la and um just be on tv for the first time it's like kind of like nerve-wracking too like when i first got on stage i was like oh my god oh my god <laughs> and then as soon as i like you know started singing you know all my nerves kind of like calmed down and we got some constructive criticism from the judges um you know sierra and debbie gibson and david dobrik um and they told us like you know things that we should work on or things that are good um it was like a really uh, cool experience and definitely have to do it again how does it differ playing in front of like a live studio audience and like these massive judges compared to just kind of normal gigs? What, how does it, how much difference is it? Yeah, it's, it's very different. I mean, there wasn't uh, that many people like in the studio audience, like as you might think there was, it's not like American Idol or some of those shows where it's like a big audience or maybe they just, want you to think it's a big audience but anyway um when we went when we did the show um it was like a crowd that we've played before like out live but just the fact like with the cameras on you and knowing that this is like on national tv is like hmm. <laughs> that's what gets you it's just like the cameras and it's like it's like different especially because not everyone that's going to see it is in the room so they don't really know what it was like to be there live it's like a different like feeling and a different setting so much so, yeah. editing and stuff yeah but and then afterwards um like you know a couple days later we had a watch party um in a couple days you know, yeah it was like a couple days <laughs> and we invited you know some of our friends and family to watch and we were just like oh my god that's me yeah and they put like the big screen up and we watched it and like had dinner with a bunch of people and it was really nice and some of the parts we didn't even see either like the interview part we didn't know what it was going to look like joe and i so we were like Mm. <laughs> like we didn't know what to expect but it was great and everything was awesome yeah and did you find afterwards you had this like a, a much bigger following because as I said you already had kind of a following from YouTube and obviously from from performing a lot but did you find your fan base had kind of grown overnight almost honestly yeah, I don't I would say we got a little bit of exposure from that show. Yeah, definitely. And we also met um, a couple of other, you know, musicians up there that we're, you know, still in contact with and um, sooner or later probably going to write with. So it was like, you know, it was like a bonus to. Yeah, a little fun story. I was um, 
one of my friends in our neighborhood has a golf cart and we were kind of just riding around just on a nice summer day and some people in a golf cart had passed us and they're like oh my god i saw you in america's most musical family and i was like you never told me that no like our neighbors and i was like not like our neighbors but people that had lived in the neighborhood and i was like really i was like i was well, there hello nice to meet you <laughs> <laughs> i was there yeah so that you was missed really your funny. moment joey <laughs> when was that but do you get that now like especially being like in your hometown i suppose do people do you get kind of like recognition now or is everyone kind of like is it a place where everyone knows anyone everyone anyway um i think it happens more often in uh tennessee than it does here um because um it's kind of like a big area i guess over here it's not as small as we live like in a small town over in um tennessee so it's different it's like mm -hmm. a less populated area and joey will go in to eat somewhere he told me and they were like oh my god you're joey from judah and joey and it's like just such a weird feeling i mean it's never like i mean it has happened where someone has no like noticed us mm -hmm. but it's like i don't know it hasn't i feel like it hasn't been surreal yet like i feel like it's just it doesn't click it you know? it's a like little crazy bit. but you know it was cool like even like on the tour in england there was a couple of you know people that knew us they were like oh my god can you sign this like right when we were like walking oh yeah the door. yeah that's right and so it was kind of cool to like see fans that were on our live that like went all like went that lived in england or like lived in france we had people coming from everywhere yeah um so it was kind of cool for them you know because they listen to us and watch us so it's cool to sign their stuff and everything and so at the moment you aren't are you based if you guys completely moved to Tennessee now or are you still back and forth um because obviously you're still young and you're studying I know Gina so and Joey you were as well so what's the kind of situation at the moment for where you're based um we kind of go back and forth between here and Nashville um we're we try to like go up there a lot more like we want to be up there maybe 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 full-time like in the future um but for now it's just you know back and forth because all our family's here too so it's kind of like making that full push over to another state is like a lot. So, you know, we're kind of just doing the Florida and Nashville thing for now. Back and forth. Yeah, we like flying way better. Driving is- Oh yeah. Long. <laughs> something, yeah. Yeah. Do you find you're more inspired when you're in Nashville because you're just around so many more people and musicians or does it not really matter where you are? Well, like in Florida, there's kind of like no downtown sort of thing. So I feel like in Nashville, there's like, you know, there's music. I feel like <clears throat> where we live, there's not as much music, um, yeah, and not I, as much country music. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, you might think that there's a lot of country music in Florida, but there, I mean, like, it's definitely not as big as it is in Nashville. And it's like, to be around that vibe is definitely like inspiring. And it's also like, just puts you more like in the country mood, which is great. Like, I love it down there. It's so good. Um, but yeah, I would say probably, yeah, just more inspiration down there and just a better vibe and feel with the music. Have you had any, uh, so you've, you've toured with, uh, with quite a few people and you've opened for a lot of kind of big artists, but have you had any real kind of starstruck, oh my gosh, moments when you've been kind of in town or performing or gigging or maybe anyone's come in? Because you've done, you've done a lot there. Have you had any real starstruck moments? Well, we went on tour with an artist named Zia Victoria, um, one of our friends, and we actually met Florida Georgia Line, 
and we got to like you know sit oh, on the yeah. side stage and go behind, behind the stage and you know say say a prayer with them and like you know yeah they did like a prayer circle and they did like a, a shot obviously we didn't take part in the shot part um, but we were just there like with them and yeah we got to see their van and yeah and I, you know literally like learn you know behind the scenes on what like a big artist like really does and yeah and how see how prepare. see how insane it really is because it seems like you know awesome when you're there but there's like a lot of drawbacks to it like just it's a lot of work yeah. but we're up for it <laughs> Do you take notes and things like when they're doing it and watching different people and you're like, oh, I think that would work for me, but maybe that wouldn't. Is that the kind of thing you're doing? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, watching other people like go on tour and like see like how their setup is and like how they're entertaining people and like what they use, what equipment they use and, you know, their guitars and stuff like that, because it's kind of like inspiring for me to see like one day we're going to have that equipment and use it and, and put it to use. So. Yeah, and actually, I used the uh, ladies' room, the restroom, on Florida Georgia Line's bus, like their tour bus. And I yeah. was like looking around like, what? <laughs> I was, like, is there a chandelier you in there? <laughs> I was like, dang. And I was like, that's going to be exciting. You know, one day when we get our tour bus and we can travel luxuriously, you know, like yeah, we have like, it, a TV and everything. It kind of like, sucks just like constantly stopping on the road. It's like, oh, my God. All right, we got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, and we... um travel right now like kind of in like a sprinter van like a forward van uh with our faces on it like wrapped and uh yeah it's just like seat row seats it's, it's comfortable you know but the seat belt no, kind of not. just gets when you're no, laying down not. like it's sticks not, you in the back it's not and, comfortable don't <laughs> even know. say it's not comfortable. <laughs> so hopefully we'll be able to upgrade that soon i'm sure i'm sure you will um how did you find because obviously as we spoke about you got to tour the UK and that was kind of uh, particularly for, for us was the first kind of gigs out of lockdown and it was kind of the first sense of normality was it the same for you because you kind of have got this following and you were performing and then it was just a stop so what was it like kind of did you get to play at all during you know those months of lockdown and Covid? We were doing and, some online shows um, yeah. constantly writing more um, it definitely like was just different doing online shows because it's not as exciting, you know, um, you know, going out and, you know, experiencing yeah, the crowd and the energy is all different. Mm -hmm. We actually had traveled up to New York, Connecticut and the New Jersey area um, over up at the top over there <laughs> at the top <laughs> um, before we had came to England and we did some like a show. New Jersey like on the boardwalk of New Jersey and also um like a private party for one of our manager's friends which was really fun we got to do like a showcase and like show them some of our originals and then we did one at like a cute little restaurant in Connecticut just some like small stuff here and there you know to kind of like still keep us out and playing shows but also like being careful and safe at the same time you know with everything yeah most of the gigs were outside so yeah. it wasn't as so yeah. the breeze was carrying. Hopefully, the disease. And how did you find the online shows? What were they like? Um, they're definitely uh different than I mean, like in-person shows. Obviously, in-person shows are so much better. I'm just gonna say better. They are because like it's a whole different energy and a feeling, and like obviously, like it's like weird when they like clap at the end. <laughs> Like it's all echoey it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's kind of yeah. weird but they're still good you know they're just a good way to keep everybody safe and you know 
yes you'll be able to play music so yeah and I suppose do you get that you get different people watching because if you're kind of playing you know in Connecticut you're not going to get people from from all over and um, did you find you were getting kind of more people almost with an online show um or people that maybe haven't had the chance to see you or maybe or won't get the chance to see you and um, did you did you get a lot of that yeah we um, had yeah. a lot of people from like all around the world like New Zealand and you know other places like Brazil and yeah just random places it's kind of <laughs> cool um because they never get to see us so when we go online it's unless we go there for a tour which yeah. obviously isn't planned anytime soon but it could be <laughs> Never know. <laughs> yeah, it was nice to like connect with people that are far away that we'll maybe see you one day. Mm -hmm. It was nice. Definitely. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about the two songs that you've released this year. So something good to miss was your first single of the year. Um can you just talk me through obviously you've mentioned it a little bit, but can you just tell us a little bit about the backstory behind that song um and and how it kind of came about? Oh uh, yeah, that song is, it's kind of about like having something good to miss, like while you're away, whether it be for work or like military families or wherever, like for us, when we go out on the road and miss our family here, you know, um, just having that one person or group of people or whatever to come back home to. And people can relate to it in like many different ways. Like I just you know, explain, like, it could be different for everybody, which is really nice, because, like, everybody can relate to it in their own way, and, yeah, that's what that one's kind of about. Yeah, and I remember, like, like, about a year ago, we were in Nashville, and we sat down with, um, you know, some co-writers, and um, one of the co-writers said, you know, 247365, and he had that in his mind, and I was like, oh, that's really catchy, you know, and so we took that and kind of, like, ran with you it. know, ran with it, so... It's like pretty catchy that part. Twenty four seven three six. And then kind of on the flip, because that's as much as it's a really emotional lyrics you've got. As you say, like it's quite catchy vibe. It's quite a good one. And then you kind of flip side to till your heart breaks, which is your current single at the moment. Which when we talk about kind of these songs being quite complex and about relationships and all this, you forget how young you both are when you listen to a song like that. And um, what's the kind of story behind that one? Um, it's kind of just like not really appreciating a good love when you have it um, until your heart breaks. You don't really know what you had. You don't know how good you had it. Or you never really know how much you really appreciated that person in your life and how much they did for you until your heart breaks and until they're gone. And our heart hasn't been broken yet. Well, that, so. is, that is really deep. I don't know how that came out of us. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you find when you're singing a song like that, that has so much depth, do you, do you find yourself getting like really into it and possibly even a bit emotional or is it you're just singing the lyrics? Obviously you're saying a little bit about acting, but what's it like when you're performing a song like that? Yes, sometimes on stage I'll bring some Kleenexes and like away the tears. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Honestly, no, but... we haven't really been in any relationships, Joey and I, like we haven't really gone through like a big heartbreak yeah, yet. wants a relationship though. <laughs> I haven't really gone through like a big heartbreak moment so it's kind of different and like difficult to really relate to it but it's definitely like an emotional song and like even like not having really like I said to relate to it at all it's kind of like just like the words and and everything and it also I mean like it's more veered towards a relationship but it could also be like 
anybody that just has broken your heart, whether it's like a family member broke your heart it's or like, whatever. It's like, like a ballad, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a waltz, you know, it's one of those ones where like, you know, it's the sway and, you know, put <laughs> so your just, phone up, get the lights on, you know, it's one of those songs. Yeah. So the words can really get across in different ways for people, but yeah, it's definitely like, you got to get into the mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. And, do you do you like that then when when you've got a crowd and they've got their phones in the air what is it like watching that obviously you're saying like hearing people sing about your own songs um do you like it when people react like that because some people some artists don't they prefer everyone to kind of just stay quiet but do you like it when they sing along and they wave their hands and all that is that what you prefer oh it just just makes us feel good you know because we're singing these songs and when fans are singing your own song it's like wow, you know, they're feeling some type of way and we're like giving them, you know, like something to sing, something to. to sing to. Yeah. And it's just like such a cool thing. I don't yeah, like when you put on the it. radio and you just start singing a song and it's like, you just jam into it like nothing. Like, you know, the words off the top of your head for somebody to like do that with your own song. Be like, oh my God, I love that song. It's like, you, you love that song? You love do our you? song? Do you? <laughs> like, that's just so cool. It's just kind of weird kind of thing. Like, you don't know how people like you know respond to us like in our heads like this is how we sound so this, like it's so it's so like it's such a weird concept to say that like they don't they don't even like know what we're feeling you know it's like when you're on stage they're just like watching you and they're so entertained but like they're, they're like i don't even know how to explain it like you know what i'm talking about like our voice is our voice and like we don't know how they they see us and hear us yeah it's it's like like different different. to us so yeah no i get that completely it's like we wish we could see us through their eyes like what we look like to them and what we sound like to them and like you know but we can't so we kind (laughs) of just do what we do and be who we are and hope that people love us for our music and our personalities (laughs) personalities <laughs> yeah which they, de- they definitely definitely do as i said when you were over here i know the reaction was amazing and i'm sure it is um over where you guys are too and across the world um i wanted to ask because you have obviously released original music you've released a lot of covers you kind of started off with the covers going forward do you think you kind of want to just stick with the originals or do you think you'll always kind of dip in with the covers um, for like the next kind of albums or EPs you release? What do you think you'll be doing? Have you got any um, idea? I think pretty much... We're going to be releasing originals yeah, on like our just... socials and stuff. But, you know, when we have a show, we'll definitely throw in some covers um, throughout the show so that yeah. people can sing along too as well if they don't know these songs that we're singing. Um, Hopefully you know, they do, but if like, they don't... <laughs> those catch songs that yeah those those songs well that just known. like everybody gets and like everybody can just jam to and like and when they start to. dancing that's good yeah, that's just a good sign the classics you know that are just always a good time so definitely throw in some of those but when it comes to like our social media and like posting and like putting out stuff and i feel like it's going to be like a mixture yeah a mixture but more like originals now that we've been writing a lot more and we're going to start putting some more out mm-hmm and I know we briefly touched on this last time, but do you have any um, covers in particular? Maybe that you've not, not necessarily ones you sing live, ones that you've maybe put on YouTube or that you have performed that stand out as like your favorites to perform? Um, I think my favorite cover might be Loving On You by Luke Holmes. 
don't know if I said that before, but yeah. it's just a really good like song. It's like so upbeat and like oh, it's TikTok? a great. What? We, we never did that on YouTube. Oh, are you saying on YouTube? No, just whenever, whether you play oh, it live or on YouTube, either. Yeah, no, I love that one. That one's really good, and like the crowd loves that, and they always sing along to that one, and it's a good rock and upbeat song. So I think that one's my favorite. Yeah, yeah we've lately been listening to um, you know whole bunch of new artists you know like hardy and stuff like that and all these other artists that sooner or later we're going to start doing their songs and putting them out so it's kind of cool yeah um how do you pick the songs do you ever like kind of disagree on on what you're going to play or what you're going to cover or are there other times where one of you really wants to do a song and the other's like no i really don't like it yeah, yeah it happens there all the time a lot or it's like i love the song and joey's like that song is so bad and i'm like joey this song is really good <laughs> and we kind of just like we'll end up like just say like i want to do one that joey doesn't like so we'll do that one and then we'll do one that joey likes that i don't like you know so we kind of like keep it equal and balanced yeah have there um i'm now curious have there been any songs that either of you have done that you've really kind of not wanted to do but you've done it anyway plenty of time yeah sometimes like we'll have a show and they're like okay okay you're gonna have um a 30 minute show and then we get there she goes oh yeah um you're gonna have a two-hour show and then we have to like play over songs with some songs like out of like nowhere and just start playing them and we're like oh okay well here we go here goes nothing and sometimes they just get thrown at you and you gotta like whip them out from back in the day you know so there's definitely times where we're like no we can't do that and they're like well you have to so we're like okay (laughs) <laughs> how easy is it for you guys now to just hear a song and try and create a cover because you you have obviously you know you've got a male and a female voice and you have such great harmonies and different things is it do you find it easy to to hear a song and think oh yeah okay we can cover this and make it our own um yeah I think it, it it's definitely easier like with duos of course like if I didn't love you by Jason Aldean and Kara Underwood um we just recently um went over that when we were worked through that one and it's definitely easier when you know there's like guy and girl parts already into the song um but when there's not it's kind of difficult because sometimes songs will be in like keys that don't really work out for both of us at the same time and it's a little bit difficult but we always kind of like figure out and do what works best and work around that Mm -hmm. um and obviously like any siblings maybe there are times that you disagree you don't get along how do you find that when you're kind of working as Juno and Joey do you separate that relationship of being brother and sister or do you think it helps hmm, that is a really good question um I think maybe I think it helps yeah, honestly because it it's like you're with that person they're like your sibling and your family and your blood so it's like if you get mad at me like you can't get rid of me like sorry but you can't so like I mean, I could. I'm just <laughs> so it's kind of like you're stuck with me you know so that definitely helps like having that like security factor i guess um because yeah, you know, always... if it was anybody else like they have their own family and their own lives that they live although they're business partners but like with us it's like they are my family and business partners so it's kind whether of... um you whether we this doesn't end up working out which obviously this is the destiny this is where this is what we're meant to do on this planet earth it is going to i mean i'm just saying that like i mean like i'm not um but just like there's that 0.2 percent chance you know like we're still like family members and we're gonna it's like we have the rest of our lives together um 
but it definitely helps, you know, when it comes to like doing the music. Thing. Yeah. And like when we're on stage and stuff and like somebody forgets a lyric or, you know, they're in trouble, you know, we just look to the side and say like, help me out. <laughs> Give me a little hint. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, happens all like, the time. So. Not to like dwell on the bad things, but like there's plenty of like moments where it's like great things. Like, you get to experience this kind of life, like with your sibling, you'd be like bonded with them. Like, and not like we're gonna go off to college and live separate lives for the rest of our lives. Like we're like stuck together doing this forever, which is like so cool to be able to experience that with your sibling and do that. Mm-hmm. It's so unique and it, it obviously works very, very well. Um, and I, amazingly, I'm gonna have to wrap up. The time has flown, but I know last time I asked you the three questions I normally ask. I'm not gonna ask them again, but I do have some other kind of quick fire questions for you both. Um, so if your if you weren't at a duo who would your dream duet partner be both of you hmm I would say maybe hmm, maybe Kelsey Ballerini I don't know maybe us together with some two girl harmonies I don't know like that would be really cool to just do that and I love her music and I love her sound and She's a very, like, I love her personality. I just love her. She's just so fun. And that'd be so cool to, like, work with her and do that. I guess maybe, like, Hardy or Morgan or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Or Luke Combs. Something along the lines of that. Yeah. Or a trio. All of us. Or a quartet. Well, there you go. <laughs> or quintuple. <laughs> <laughs> just get them all on stage. <laughs> Little big town in Joe. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. It obviously works. Um, and then I know I asked you before about uh, some songs that you wish you'd have written, um, but I want to kind of narrow it down to perhaps maybe a song that's been released this year as we're coming to the end of the year um, that you wish you'd have written or perhaps just a favourite song of the year. Mm, that's a good... I think maybe um oh there is a song called more hearts than mine um and it is so good I love that song so much and I really wish like I would have written that song like I don't know it's just the words and and the way that she sings it and the way that she like structures like and it's a really great meaning too like something I never thought about like when you break up with someone it's like you're breaking their mom's heart and everybody that was involved and everybody that was supporting the relationship, like you're breaking their hearts too. It's not just mine. You're breaking like, that is so good. And I love that. Um, so yeah, I guess I wish I would have written that song or at least co-written it with her. <laughs> yeah. I'm more I, would, I would say uh, more That's, than uh, Ingrid Andres. I would say more than my hometown by oh, Morgan. The song is very catchy. I'm um, the lyrics like are really, you know, in depth and the melody is just so good. And like just the music so catchy. and, such a good song it is it is so great and both of them are, are more so there you go maybe you should write a song with more in the title <laughs> you can merge the two um and then my kind of final question for you i know we we touched on it briefly um, when we first chatted but what's kind of coming up for you guys now obviously we're in the holiday season and then the new year what are your plans what what's going on well first of all we're going to celebrate the new year because that's what mm-hmm. has to happen mm-hmm <laughs> yeah we gotta get out of this year and move yeah on to better things um yeah we're excited to just have some new music coming out even though we just put one out you know there's always some cooking and the works something on the skillet yeah <laughs> something in the fire you know <laughs> so uh we're really excited for that and just to be able to hopefully hop on a tour next summer 
and you know, plays shows and yeah and writes more music and do more music videos oh yeah i love those yeah i'm gonna add another question on now just with regards to touring is there anyone that you would love to open for like i know obviously you've spoken about kelsey and morgan i'm sure they'll probably come up but is there like someone that the two of you would just it would be like the absolute dream to open for or to play with I know we Joey had mentioned Hardy before, but we just recently went to one of his shows um, here in Florida, and he opened for Jason Aldean, and he put on such a good show. I mean, he's just so energetic, and I love love his songs, and I've just been super into him, like into his music lately. So I feel like that would be so fun. Like he's yeah, just such Hardy. a fun person, and the way he just controls the crowd and like, like has them in the palm of their hand would be so cool to just be right there like with him experiencing that yeah and even like being on the tour bus with him or, yeah like, like, he's so chill like, that means like it seems so, cool. so he's so rad you know like, <laughs> he's just got a cool vibe rad yeah it really does well i hope it happens for you um i'm super excited to hopefully see you again over here and i'm sure all your fans here will have to um but thank you so much for for coming back and for chatting again um and i can't wait to hear all the new music and the new tours um, and to see where you guys go it's been so great chatting of yes, course thank, thank you so you much so for having much. us